0: Hey there! This is Mark Scarborough, and this is the podcast Walking with Dante, a podcast that is walking toward the back of Cantos Three of Purgatorio. This episode will cover lines 79 through 102 of that canto. This is my English translation of the medieval Florentine. You can find it on my website, MarkScarborough.com or WalkingWithDante.com. It's free and available for you there. You can read along. You can print it off. You can make notes on your print off. You can drop comments there, questions about this episode. You want to talk more about it because it is a curious passage do so there, and we can be in a further conversation about this very passage, Purgatorio Cantus Reline 79-102 just to remind you where we've come from, Virgil has been in excessive distress as he realizes again his damned fate in limbo along with Plato and Aristotle and others Virgil has been unable to figure out how to get up the steep cliff Dante, however has seen a group of souls far off moving very slowly. Dante and Virgil go toward them. They somehow scare these souls quite a bit. They hang back against the wall of purgatory and Virgil then flatters the souls to try to figure out how to get up the mountain. That's where we're taking it up at line 79 through 102. As little sheep come out of an enclosure, first one, then two, then three, while the rest stand back shy, turning their eyes and snouts to the ground, and what the first one does the others do, bunching up behind him if he comes to a stop, simple and quiet, without really knowing why, so I saw the happy flock's lead guy move to come toward us, modest in his bearing, yet honorable in his gate. The moment those in front saw the light broken on the ground in front of me on my right side so that my shadow stretched from me to the cliff, they stopped and even backed up a bit, as did even the ones coming on from behind, although they didn't really know why. Without your asking, I confess to you that this thing you see is indeed a human body cutting off the sunlight from the ground. Don't marvel at it, but believe that it is not without some power from heaven that he's trying to get up this pediment. So said my master Virgil. And the worthy people said, turn around and go on in front of us, making a sign with the backs of their hands." This is a rather famous passage in Purgatorio. This simile of the sheep and one and two and hanging back and one kind of coming out of the fold and the others hanging back but starting to come out. This is a very famous simile. We want to talk about it for a moment. We want to talk about how it relates to the canto as a whole because it does. And then we want to talk about Virgil's response here, which is curious and I think reminiscent of some passages in Inferno. Let's get started. As little sheep come out of an enclosure the passage begins first one then two then three while the rest stand back shy turning their eyes and snouts to the ground and what the first one does the others do bunching up behind him if he comes to a stop simple and quiet without really knowing why so we saw the happy flocks lead guy move to come toward us modest in his bearing, yet honorable in his gait. This is, again, a famous simile. Without a doubt, what we're looking at here is a flock without a shepherd. In Christian iconography, Christian symbolism, that's important. Jesus is, after all, the good shepherd who leaves the 99 sheep behind to go find the one lost one. In Psalm 23, we have, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Shepherds and sheep are fundamental to Christian symbolism, iconography, and here we have a flock, but it's leaderless rudderless it doesn't know quite what to do it's freaked out a bit at this guy that's cast in a shadow backing up coming forward backing up it's not exactly progressing not exactly regressing Virgil did say don't ever take a step backward now they these guys do seem to back up a little bit when they see Dante's shadow this bit is so evocative it's pastoral in other words it's country life. It's the beauty of nature, the nice sheep in a fold. It has a calmness about it although these sheep appear rather lost or they appear to not exactly know what's going on we'll talk more about this it seems as if the whole emphasis here is on their humility not their direction not which way they're headed and this is part of my quibble with the notion that virgil and dante are somehow still walking in the wrong direction we don't seem to notice anything here about their directionality. Instead, all of the focus is on their humility, on their tentativeness. Um, we find out that the lead guy is modest in his bearing, yet honorable in his gait. They're not really knowing the way. And um, this is why this is the fulcrum of the passage, because this fully answers Virgil's problem. Twice inside this larger explanation of the flock, this simile, we have the repeated phrase that something happens without really knowing why. The sheep come out, one, two, three, some are shy, hanging back, but the others kind of follow the first one out without really knowing why. And then they stop, they back up a bit, the ones coming behind even back up a bit, without knowing why. This is a direct response to Virgil's address to all of humanity when he said be happy or be content with the queer, with the what is, with the facts. In other words, why is a matter of revelation. You have to learn how to exist in a world o oh human race of just the queer the facts. And Virgil hangs his head because he has no access to the why, to revelation. And here we have a group of sheep who are essentially living by the quia, by the what. They're looking at the shadow, at what is. They're reacting to it. They don't really know why it is. Virgil explains why it is. But they don't really know why it is. And this is why this canto is all bound up and pivots on this moment. And unfortunately, in order to say what I'm about to say, I kind of have to ruin a little bit of what's ahead. Virgil and Dante will join this group. I'm not going to tell you who's in this group. We'll get to that in the next episode of this podcast. And by going with this hesitant, tentative group, Dante and Virgil will eventually find the way up the mountain. That is the crux. How do I say this to you? Not knowing the way with others is finally finding the way. Oh, let me say that again. Not knowing exactly the way to go with others. It's that point. With others as a flock together is the way that you ultimately find the way. You search for. For the way in congregation. Together, you will ultimately find the way. This bit with the sheep is why it's so important to see this. You're not going to find the way necessarily because of a leader, because after all, this leader is there, humble, modest, but then backs up when he sees the shadow. And it's not necessarily the leader that is going to get you there. It's you together with others in congregation, in flockhood, in <laughs> flockdom. It's you together that find the way. Just think about this for a minute. It's rather mind-blowing that you can find the way with a group of other people, even though you all don't really know the way. But somehow together, you will discover the way. The way is discovered in congregation, and we see this here. They don't know the way. They don't know what's up. What they know is the quia. They know that Dante casts a shadow. Why Virgil has to explain it to them. What else? Mm, that's to come. But this notion of a flock is the crux value in the canto. the canto starts with Virgil and Dante running away alone. It moves to a point where Virgil is extraordinarily alienated. He's alienated as a damned philosopher. It moves to a point where the pilgrim Dante is alienated because he really doesn't see in his body and he's casting a shadow and he doesn't see Virgil's shadow. It then moves from those places to this, a congregation of people, and this congregation of people will ultimately find the way. This is how this canto arches over itself and this will become even truer in one of the characters in this vlog but we have to say that for an episode ahead so virgil explains the facts without your asking he says i confess to you that this thing you see is indeed a human body cutting off the sunlight from the ground <laughs> there's the quia that's what is that's the truth it's this thing this thing poor dante this thing is a human body. This it's still a body here in the afterlife. Don't marvel at it, but believe that it is not without some power from heaven that he's trying to get up this pediment, this high wall, this fortress. I mean, he's he's doing this at the behest of heaven. This sounds very much like Virgil's spell in Inferno. Remember, back with Karen in Canto 3 lines 95 through 96 and when they are at with Minos in the Lustful, in Canto Five, lines 23 through 24, Virgil says to these figures, this is willed where will and power are the same thing, so question us no more. And then Virgil tries out a couple more variations on this spell over the course of Inferno. And this moment seems as if Virgil is trying the same spell, but Let's say that in Purgatorio, it has a completely different feel to it. Here he's saying the same thing. You can't block this guy from going on ahead because this has to be willed by heaven. But there's a way in which these people would accept everything as willed from heaven. This isn't any challenge as it is to Minos or Karen. This is instead the way of the, of the mountain of purgatory itself. So the texture of Virgil's spell has changed a bit. The question is, how will it work out? We'll see that ahead of us. Let's look at the very end of this passage. The worthy people then said, turn around and go in front of us, making a sign with the back of their hands, you know, they kind of shoo them off we you go forward. There are a couple of ways to interpret this. Many commentators who think that Durante and Virgil were moving in the wrong direction, the hellish direction, were moving to the left, think that these people have now directed them how to go the right way. I don't see that in the text. I see that they say... Go in front of us, but I don't see any directionality necessarily mentioned in the text. I'm going to keep quibbling on this. It's not that I disagree with that commentary tradition. I just think it's built on murky, shaky, muddy ground. I don't think it's 100% clear. In fact, what you could say here is that these sheep are in their fold together, and all sheep need a shepherd. And Virgil just said, well, this guy's divinely sanctioned. He got here because of a power from heaven. So what they're essentially saying is, go ahead and be the shepherd. Get in front of us. Walk. We'll follow you. You go out in front. You got to be the leader. You're divinely sanctioned. There is a way that you can interpret that this way. They accept the challenge from Virgil that Dante is on a divine mission, and thus, as sheep, well, we'll follow you. You go on. We'll come along behind because, after all, we're hesitant. We don't really know. We kind of come out, one or two or three of us at a time, then we back up, and then we come forward, and we don't really know. But we are modest, and we are honorable, but still at the same time, we're not exactly sure what it is we're doing here. Well, they are sure, but you know what I mean. We're not exactly sure of what's going on here. Hmm. They're going to become more sure, you'll find out. But they have to wait a long time, this group, you'll find out. And their waiting leads to their further hesitancy. And for a moment, they have a divinely sanctioned guide. So perhaps it's not a matter of turning left and right. Perhaps it's a matter of finding a trustworthy leader. They believe Virgil, and now they're willing to follow Virgil and Dante for a bit. I mean, it does say turn around. So there does seem to be some rotation from the pilgrim and Virgil, but I'm, again, I'm just not quite sure about the full directional import of the passage, but I don't want to beat that dog (laughs) too much. (laughs) I probably have done it too much already. I don't want to beat it too much. I just want to say that I think it's a little murky and there may be other interpretations possible. Let's read the passage again. Purgatorio, Canto 3, lines 79 through 102. It's complicated because if they're following Virgil and Dante, then why are they following Virgil and he's damned, but Dante is divinely sanctioned, and why do they accept it? It's probably easier to see them as moving one way and Virgil and Dante moving another way, but yet I think there might be a deeper texture going on here. Here's the passage, line 79 through 102 of Canto 3. As little sheep come out of an enclosure, first one, then two, then three, while the rest stand back shy, turning their eyes and snouts to the ground... And what the first one does, the others do, bunching up behind him if he comes to a stop, simple and quiet, without really knowing why. So we saw the happy League guy move to come toward us, modest in his bearing, yet honorable in his gait. The moment those in front saw the light broken on the ground in front of me on my right side so that my shadows stretched from me to the cliff, they stopped and even backed up a bit, as did even the ones coming on from behind, although they didn't really know why. Without your asking, I confess to you that this thing you see is indeed a human body cutting off the sunlight from the ground. Don't marvel at it, but believe that it is not without some power from heaven that he's trying to get up this pediment. So said my master, Virgil. And the worthy people said, turn around and go on in front of us, making a sign with the backs of their hands. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Welcome to Dante. If you have just joined the podcast at this moment, let me say that there are hundreds, literally hundreds of episodes behind us through Inferno and Purgatorio. You might want to go back and catch up with us. You can drop in here, but what we do is going to rely a lot on what has already been done in comedy. So you might want to go back and catch up. Don't worry. It's a quantum reality. We'll always be here. I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm walking with you. You're walking with me. I'm so glad we're together. Thanks for being on the journey with us. And we'll take our next steps in the next episode of Walking with Dante.